everyone! It's Heaving Bosoms Ask a Badass, where you get to hear from some of our wonderful listeners. On Monday, be sure to tune in to the regular episode because we've got a special guest. Jill Shalvis is joining Aaron to recap the holiday, chat about dogs, Jude Law and his spectacle magic, and her new release, Wrapped Up in You. And now we have Bethany, the boss bitch. Natalie and she talk all about how romance can help you learn about yourself, cultivating the confidence to be a boss at work or anywhere else, and skincare, among so many other things. Here we go. Hey, so hi, Bethany. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? Good. HBs, today we're talking with Bethany M. Very loyal and forever HB, right? For, from the start or no? No, actually, no. I looked this no. up last night. Okay. I joined the Facebook group in August of 2018. So, um, What was your first episode that you listened to? <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. I started from the beginning. Oh, really? So you just mm-hmm. kind of were Googling... Yeah, so I, my life has kind of mostly always been in New England, but I moved mm-hmm. down to Pennsylvania, not knowing a soul for a job. Yeah. yeah, it was very interesting. I'm very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. But spoiler, I moved back to where, <laughs> Couldn't where, say I, where I went to college and where I worked for five years. Yeah. But when I was in Pennsylvania, I was just looking for podcasts and things like that. Like there were a few of the big headliner ones that I was listening to and I was really missing romance in my in my life like I didn't have a group of people to talk to about it so I just Mm -hmm. googled it found it started listening see like all you entrepreneurs that are like I'm gonna find this myself I was like literally not only did somebody have to tell me you should listen to this Penny Reed but then I was like no but I don't think I do and then I still didn't believe. And then it took me a while. And then I finally did. Like, way to go, all of you do-it-yourselfers for actually, yeah. like, taking some initiative and finding it on your own. So you started from the beginning. So are you one of the rare people that have listened to uh, Elusive Episodes 1 and 2? Yes, I am. It's a, it's an elite club. <laughs> I feel very happy to be part of this club. <laughs> I feel like for you as a person who probably needs to have listened to it in order, maybe a little bit, that it might like have driven you crazy. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I like my structure. And then there's this. (laughs) And it's funny because like I was reading the answers to your questionnaire and we have so many things in common that we both do um, that are very similar. But I think like on paper, like when you talk about the two of our personalities, we're very different. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> I love hearing that. I, it's I really like, funny. I like hearing but I was reading like and I was like, oh, me too. Oh, me too. <laughs> and like, have you always been a romance reader for your whole life or? I have been. So when you're asking the question of, you know, why did you start reading romance? I had to think back to when I was like preteen, like, definitely should not have been reading it but definitely was yeah yep. um, I, I feel like that's like if there was like a pie chart done 
of like, oh, yeah, I'd be like that romance readers 7%. who started reading like before they were 13, like maybe not even to puberty, but but we already figured it out because we were reading romance yeah, exactly. way too soon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had two older sisters, they were, you know, four and six, they are four and six years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just, it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. But I was super, super lucky growing up. My mom worked at a library. Um, so I have been around books my entire life. I am that poster child of, I have two hobbies. I buy books and I collect books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I read some of the books. Yeah. That's my life. Um, but growing up, I always had books around me and I was very thankful that my parents really encouraged me to read. So I was probably beginning of middle school when I read my first adult book. Mm-hmm. And that was the Cat Who series by Lillian Jackson. Brock. Oh, man, had some seriously good memories of those. Right? I could literally probably recite or at least like describe certain portions of it. I think it's like the cat who sang for cheese or something like that. <laughs> yes, and it's the blue guy. Cover. Yes. And the guy lived in like a round barn yes. that was turned into an apartment. And I'm like, it that has stuck with me. I'm like, I need I need a round barn house. Mm-hmm. He had Absolutely. steps all up the outside of the circular house. Ingenious. Um, yeah. Every level was like up. You had to walk up these like ramp steps like you're the flipping Guggenheim Museum or some <laughs> shit. And like and that's his house. It was in this round barn. And so I just I visualized it since I read that book. For, like, so that's what, like. 20 years oh yeah at least yeah maybe okay more. maybe not but, um no yeah maybe about 20 yep mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so i was reading these books and you know i i remember finding them on my mom's bookcase so like if i would finish one i would just go get one for my mom's bookcase and then i finished mm-hmm. all the books and then i picked up a nora roberts <laughs> mm-hmm. and i remember starting to read it and being like okay i definitely should not be reading this yep but I'm definitely going to go take a bath and read it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I just went, that's how it started. And ever since then, it's, it's been my escape. Mm -hmm. Um, and how I really look at, you know, what is the most fulfilling thing for me when I do have downtime or I can do something it's, it's pick up a book. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I don't remember who I was talking with, about this um because we're talking about it's not like we're reading this book and and you're picturing that this is what you want your reality to be it's that it's not your reality and you can sink into this other reality and you can kind of just get away from either either stress or maybe it's even good stuff but you have you can just take a little break from whatever's going on in your life and explore someone else's life for a while for a little while because i think that's one of those like stereotypes about romance is that people are reading it and they're like comparing their partner or whatever to this character the whole time and i just i don't think that that's accurate i think it's just that you want to get away from your reality for a little while absolutely i completely agree i think one of the more confusing things for my friends who aren't big readers is how I mean uh, I if I had to pick any any book it would be a romance but I do like exploring all the different worlds outside of the romance genre like another one of my favorite authors is Richard Preston and he wrote The Hot Zone and that's pretty much as far away from a happily ever after (laughs) as you can get 
but it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a little bleak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where you get to explore this different part of your your mind and how you imagine things. And I mean, I've also learned a ton about myself through reading romance and mm-hmm. my interpersonal relationships. Absolutely, because you can definitely, I mean, we always, at least I'm sure, I I know I do, I'm sure you you probably do too, where you're reading a book and you're like, oh my gosh, that's this person in my Mm -hmm. life, is this Mm -hmm. person. And so sometimes you can see these people um, from a different point of view, because you're getting, sometimes you're getting a, you know, a sneak peek inside their brain, which is kind of cool. It's so true. Yeah. I know that that this is a true a true thing but um have you ever had an embarrassing uh listening to the podcast story (laughs) um yes i'm gonna need details (laughs) i'm gonna need who it was how when so if you really want to dig um i'm actually featured in a previous heaving bosoms podcast episode with my terrifyingly awful moment um were you on the the year anniversary did you submit your (laughs) yes i did um yeah so i'll just say i'm the poster child of the group um with the whole like make sure your phone and your bluetooth isn't synced when you start your car (laughs) otherwise a really awkward moment of the red might come up with your (laughs) friend from work sitting in the passenger seat it's never happened to me it's always been like my kids or my husband it's never been another well i mean it's it's come up like it's come on before but it's never been like an embarrassing moment but yeah i've definitely i don't now i feel feel like i'm confident in just turning off turning off the audio like i feel like i've learned my lesson now yeah yeah um (laughs) scrambling for the phone never works learn from us everybody yes and as a very gentle reminder to anyone listening to this go for the volume button not for your phone yes exactly turn (laughs) off press that audio i'm sure it's like this on every car if you press the volume dial it just turns (laughs) off the audio you don't have to even try to stop the podcast yeah it, absolutely you can always go back later oh summer, yeah summer children out there that haven't had this happen yet oh yeah but yeah i've had quite a few because um i mean there was the moment listening to that there was i remember like there was another time i was talking to my coworker, and it was i don't remember if it was a book that she mentioned and i was like hey so there's this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I started to pl- and I started to play it for her in like my office or something and we used to work in an open air environment. Yeah. And it started playing, but one of my other coworkers came in and it was and it was like just I don't remember what was said or but it was one of those like hey, we don't really know each other and this is my life. <laughs> So yeah, well, there's going to be lots of cock words. There's going to be yes. lots of tits words. Yes. There's going to be lots of suggestive language. Uh huh. Just, I mean, if you yeah. want to be part of my life, <laughs> it's so true. But I mean, like on the other hand, like this isn't a funny, like super embarrassing moment. But I have had other times where I've had really awesome, honest conversations with people about you know, this is who I am. This is part of who I am. Like, this is a very important group of people to me. And it's something I look forward to listening to every week. 
So shut up. I'm listening and, to it right and now. And they ended up listening to an episode. Yeah. And like the, the conversations afterwards are like, I didn't get it. And now I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it's interesting. It was both. It, it happened with both a male and a female. Mm-hmm. And those conversations afterwards were, you know, I think it helped clarify a lot of perspectives. Um, yeah. It also, in the case of the female, she goes, oh, now I know why you say oof and woof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things I was um I even like doing this this like thing that we're doing right now like mm-hmm. I don't know if like my brain is like no you should try to use these phrases because people will know I'm not doing it on purpose but yeah. I think but I think they're just part of my life now <laughs> it's I I it is who I am mm-hmm <laughs> yeah sorry we're um fully ingrained now it's all for the better <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I do have another funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So (laughs) there's another part of the cult or the the podcast group that has um, become my signature at Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. And it is the lipstick, the Maybelline Superstay, blah, Uh blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, And it's gotten to the point where I have one coworker who comes in in the morning and if I'm not wearing the lipstick because, you know, I'm eating breakfast or I haven't mm-hmm. finished my coffee or something like that, he'll come in and he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm <laughs> are you fine. He Do goes, you have lip cancer? And he goes, well, where's your lipstick? And I'm like, I haven't put it on yet. And he goes, well, w- what are you going to wear today? Mm-hmm. And I go, I don't know, pick it out. And I put them all on the counter. And it's become this like, this really endearing thing that I have mm-hmm. with this coworker who is it, it, it you wouldn't picture him as the person who yeah would come in and be like this is a cool part of who you are mm-hmm. and it's part of your identity now yeah i um i switched jobs recently also mm-hmm. and at my old job if i wanted to wear lipstick it was always like what are you so dressed up for yeah or what are you you know like why are you why are you wearing lipstick it's it was always a lot of questions so like when i started this new job i was like fuck it yeah I don't you know like I'm not gonna not wear it and one of the ladies because it's a it's a big hotel so we have a a, like a food and beverage side and she had come Mm -hmm. up to me and she was like you know I always thought I had to wear muted lipstick here but I think I'm gonna start wearing bright lipstick too and I was like girl you should do it because what why why not (laughs) yeah for for my job I I work for a college and I run the alumni office. So I have a very externally focused mm-hmm. job. Yeah. And I also, like, I'll say it, I worked my ass off to get to where mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. but I'm also very young to be in a director level. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very conscientious of how I am presenting myself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I wear dresses. I would comfortably say 85% of the time. I, I would just, agree with that statement for myself too. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel very comfortable and confident in dresses mm-hmm. and, you know, having that lipstick or, I mean, actually I would say that this podcast in general has absolutely and totally helped me with my confidence um, mm-hmm. for who I am by listening to Aaron and Melody and, you know, having this culture of people around me who are just super supportive um, you know, it, it helps me feel 
feel it's my like, best self. Yeah. It's like an armor, you know? Yeah. I think I had said this the other day to somebody that I was like going, I was having a couple of things that I needed to do a big meeting or like on a phone call or something like that. And I felt like when it, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be lipstick for you. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't have to be a dress, but some people, there's something that they wear or that they do or a routine yep. that makes them feel they're most confident. And that's definitely like putting on an outfit that I feel put together and that I feel comfortable in mm-hmm. that I feel like, you know, would present myself well. That always makes me feel like I am ready for anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come at me. <laughs> yeah. Like for my best friend, he will drive to work and before like before he goes into work, he just sits there and he, he you know, some days it might be a self self talk or some days it's like, you know, you got this today. And just yeah. even that five minutes of prepping yourself for the day, like he was like, That's how I know I'm gonna be walking in in the right frame of mind. And I'm just yeah. like, That's that's awesome. Like to be yeah. able to It's like his own form of meditation. Yep. Exactly. I, um, I'm a bad meditator. Like I have a hard time sitting still. I have a hard mm-hmm. time, um, shutting my brain off, which is part of the reason I, I do not sleep. So like people who are able to meditate for like more than five seconds, I'm like, but how right. it's witchcraft. I just don't get it. <laughs> they are the coolest people ever. <laughs> yes, I cannot like it. Even, um, I'll do yoga sometimes or like in a class. And I just, I know that like, they're like people I'm the person that's like peeking the one eye open to be like so mm-hmm. are we on to the next step or yeah <laughs> are we still laying down in corpse pose mm-hmm. or what are we doing here <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely um yeah when I was I so I have my MBA I finished my MBA a couple of years ago Whoop. thank you um yeah. yeah that was that was an awesome experience and I'm so grateful for it. Um, but one of my classes was a weekend intensive class and we started the day with meditation and we Oof. ended the day with yoga. <laughs> I, I like yoga, but okay. yeah. And I remember the second day the instructor came over to me afterwards and she was like, so I, I don't think you're conscientious of this, but you tap a lot (laughs) like I'll tap my fingers or I'll tap my toes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she was like I I don't think you have fully embraced meditation I'm like (laughs) you're like do you I haven't embraced it at all because that's also (laughs) accurate so I'm I am getting better I've been trying a lot harder Mm -hmm. but it's definitely it's a challenge for me yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I don't know if everyone needs to be a meditator though you know what I mean People, no. the, the world needs all kinds, you know, you and <laughs> true, I, just, very true. we can just save meditation for somebody else. Yeah. That's totally We make fine. you look good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will look like the flipping Dalai Lama when it comes to meditation compared to us. You're exactly. welcome, everybody. Um, yeah. What else are you passionate about right now? Um, so I have, I think I have a few. Um, I do love cooking and baking. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a pretty standard answer. Um, so my non-standard, I mean, maybe for you and me, but maybe not standard for someone else. What's your favorite thing to bake? I want to know. Oh, um, so many things. I actually really love making snickerdoodles. Oh, but I could eat probably 6,000 snickerdoodles. Okay. I'm not good, even going to lie. I grew up 
faking with my mother. Mm-hmm. And when I lived in Pennsylvania, um, I would come come up, stay at my parents' house in Connecticut for the night, and then drive the next half of the trip up to Vermont or uh, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I would stay with my best friend, and my mother always made him and his partner zucchini bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gotten to the point now where like my mom will come up to visit and make my best friend zucchini bread. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry, I have not Bethany, perfected. You don't get any. <laughs> no, I don't. She she will she will say make sure this gets to them, and I'm like okay. <laughs> And but me? <laughs> <laughs> Am so I, I need to, of it? <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to. Like, <laughs> she then questions me like two days later. She's like, did they get it? I'm like, yes. <laughs> did you take photo proof of you handing it off? Okay. This is no, a hostage I situation. <laughs> I should. That's what I need to document do. document it next time. Be a super stats <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, so I need to perfect my zucchini bread recipe. <laughs> That's I, what that tangent was about. I feel like I didn't know that zucchini bread was a thing until I moved. So I live in a very rural area and Mm -hmm. like here, everyone has those like giant zucchinis where you're like, literally are these from Gilligan's Island? What is happening to these? Do you remember the episode of Gilligan's Island where all the vegetables are radioactive and all of them were gigantic? And they all gave like, I can't remember who it was like Gilligan ate the carrots and he had supervision and the professor ate the spinach and he was really strong. So anytime I see a giant vegetable, that's my only reference point for it. <laughs> I love it. You know, when they do those big pumpkin yeah. weight competitions, yes. you must you must be having a moment. Yeah. I mean, what is pumpkin superpower? I have to look into that. Fiber? I don't know. I don't know. Super poop? Probably. <laughs> Something. Turn orange. I don't know. <laughs> So I didn't really know it existed, but then like I moved here and everyone was like, hey, we have these giant zucchinis, but they taste like shit unless you like put them in zucchini bread. You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. like basically wood from now on by now. But um, so I didn't really have it. And I think part of me still, even though I know just like carrot cake and pumpkin bread and whatever else, they don't taste like the vegetable. But in my brain, it does. And so I <laughs> just right. have never been able to move on. From zucchini bread like there's green in there i can see it sometimes and uh, i just can't move on from it and i haven't been able to accept it as a sweet product um so yes i am also a big baker mm-hmm. and that was so i was like reading a questionnaire i was like oh, okay yeah me too mm-hmm. yeah. i was volunteering yep and then i also got to this part where you're like i believe firmly in fresh flowers and i was like excuse me yes yes absolutely yeah i actually had zero green thumbs mm-hmm and my philosophy in life is if you buy fresh cut flowers, you can't kill it because it's already dying. Yeah. You're rescuing it. Exactly. You're giving it a good home for the rest yeah. of its life. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer in flowers. Um, actually, every almost every week, I will include it in my Sunday grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'll put together a bouquet or um, and bring it into work or... You know, if I'm really feeling it, I'll walk downtown to our florist, and I have such a I have such a great florist on Main Street, which is a like a three minute walk from my office. Um, and I will walk in and I go, I'm feeling yellows <laughs> at fifteen. This is like everything I've ever dreamed of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. And they'll put together these beautiful flower displays. 
And then I just walk them back to my office and yeah. I keep them on my table in my, in my office and everybody walks by and they're like, I, I like, I like them this week. Yeah. Um, there's actually a few people that I've connected with through the Facebook group and actually last week I said help I need help and I sent them a picture of the grocery store display <laughs> and someone piped in um and said what they wanted so I picked those up and another person responded like an hour later and she's like oh but I like these and I was like you pick them this week <laughs> and so I was at the grocery store and I messaged them on Facebook and I said okay these are your options. What yeah. do you want? And she put two bouquets that I never would have put together huh. and they look gorgeous. Huh. Yeah, it's Astromeria and then like a wild flower in these three oh, different cool. colors. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, what are your current lady loves right now? I'll, I'll be honest, I'm very into makeup. I'm very into skincare. Um, it is having that routine in my life. I... This isn't my lady of love <laughs> because it shouldn't be, but um, <laughs> I suffer very bad anxiety um, and I have found having routines in skincare and what I do in the morning and doing my makeup and doing my hair and having those rituals have really helped um, kind of battle my anxiety because I usually wake up with really rough anxiety yeah. in the morning. Um, so finding a routine through skincare has been incredibly important to me. And, and then probably your skin is also really nice as like a nice side benefit. True. I mean, it could be better. <laughs> Couldn't all of our skin be better? Yeah. But like, but I'm not really doing a routine. So like mine could probably really be better. I just figured out what eye cream is just the other day. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so a few months ago, I 100% was duped into buying this face mask um, because wow. the packaging oh, wow. was hot pink and shiny. Oh, yeah. Marketing <laughs> worked on you. Oh, yeah. You and were it was in the target those, market. Exactly. And it was like one of those one-off masks that was like two ninety nine or something at Target. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, sure. So That's what Target, the, the whole store of Target exists in that way for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is on sale? Great. I'm buying it right now. I, I felt like such a cliche. I actually went to Target and TJ Maxx this weekend. Mm -hmm. And by the time I got to the register at TJ Maxx, she goes, did you find everything you were looking for? I'm like, I found absolutely everything I wasn't looking yeah. for. Yeah. Did I, was I, did I even come here with a list? No, no I just came I here. You just, I went in, you just, TJ Maxx has to tell you what, what you need. I need in my life. Same and with Marshalls. Mm -hmm. You just go there and you wait for them to decide. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this face mask <laughs> changing, <laughs> completely changed my world. <laughs> okay. What it, is so great about it? So it is a grapefruit. Okay. Oh. So the name is Yes to Grapefruit Brightening Unicorn Peel-Off Mask. Okay. I hate that entire name, but I love grapefruit. So. And it's a, it's a vitamin C, um, like skin brightening so like what does that word mean <laughs> um so you you'll glow <laughs> oh like yeah yeah <laughs> some paranormal shit up here <laughs> no, is it yeah. magic so you turn the color of grapefruit okay um <laughs> great no it, it just my skin was ruby red enough so this is perfect for me <laughs> 
exactly what we look for. Yeah. Oh, um, bring out the ruddiness. Okay. Does it make you look more or less like a unicorn? Well, it is shiny when you okay. put it on, and it has this like holographic effect oh, to it. <laughs> what is it made of? Um, is it unicorn stem cells? <laughs> yes. It, uh, vibrancy. It like helps your skin look vibrant. That's okay. what I wanted to say. <laughs> there it is. We got um, there. It's no problem. I, I have no idea what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made out of like petroleum. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because it makes yeah. me feel good. It exactly. probably smells great because it smells like grapefruit. It and does. I love everything that smells like grapefruit. It does. <laughs> That's my go-to smell. Like if I'm going to pick a soap or whatever, oh. grapefruit. Oh. What would my go-to smell be? Oh, this is a good this is a this good is like, a great question. What's rose. your favorite smell? Rose, roses. Oh, really? Because that's like that. I have. I'm very careful about roses. Like, uh, like I have a rose. I just, I just switched to an all natural face line. Mm, um, good and, for you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it smells. It's called rose kombucha, which I'm like, stop using buzzwords uh, with me, okay? Yeah. Like, I don't think this actually has kombucha in it, okay? Just stop making it sound healthy. Nobody actually likes kombucha. They just force themselves to drink it. No, Sorry if you like kombucha, listener, but yeah. it's awful. I tried it for the first time, and I <laughs> literally just handed it to my coworker. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> I I really want to like it. I actually had a kombucha cocktail, which was very good, but it had alcohol in it. So I was like, okay, I mean, yeah. this one tastes good. But I don't... I don't, I can't drink it. I could only ever get through like a third, which maybe a serving size is a third. And I was fine. Like a oh, third maybe. of a bottle. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it no, was like I'm enough. Not. And I'm like, okay, how, how like, and, and then it has like, it's alive, you know? So that's hard for me sometimes to think about. And I'm like, oh, I'm just drinking. I never stuff. thought of that. Amoebas or whatever. Oh, gross. So tell me about your cat. Uh, my cat is perfection. Actually, um, she is a rescue that I got um, back in April. So she was my welcome back to New Hampshire slash happy birthday to yourself. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. Um, she is, we think, three years old. Mm -hmm. um, she actually has no history before she showed up at a shelter in Georgia and she was almost immediately transported up to New England where I found her. Um, That's crazy. She like went on the longest card of her life. No matter, no wonder she has like bitch face all the time. Yeah. So it's not resting. I didn't say resting bitch face on purpose. Oh, no, no, it's constant. Because it is active. <laughs> it is an active bitch face yeah. all the time. So she, she has some main coon in her. So yeah. she has, she has the fluff. She has that um, traditional Maine Coon coloring where she mm -hmm. kind of looks like a tabby. Mm -hmm. She has the fur between her paws and then the tufts and all that. Yeah. Um, but she has these beautiful, beautiful blue-green eyes. Mm -hmm. But her eyelids are a little droopy, so it yeah. constantly looks like she's, she's squinting you. at you. She is frowning. No, I mean, she 100% is. Yeah. Um. But she, it, it's actually been really cool because, um, you know, a couple of my friends have, and actually my family too, I'm like, you know, she's, she's very much like her owner. <laughs> and I'm like, I just kind of give them a look. They're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but Ashman in heaven. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's I, because I don't know her history. She's actually really cool because she's been learning how to be more affectionate. Mm-hmm. So, like the first two months, her affection was like putting one paw on my thigh as yeah. I was laying in bed. Yeah, and. Now we're at the point now where my alarm goes off way too early in the morning for me. And so I hit the snooze once and she ends up climbing on my chest and we're almost Mm -hmm. nose to nose. Uh But it's really cute because she's not like, hey, I'm hungry. Yeah, she She actually wants to be close to you. Yeah, she wants to be close and like she snores, which is adorable. Yes. Uh And so do I, which is adorable. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're perfect. So like she'll be laying on me and she gets these little kitty snores uh-huh. and then my alarm goes off again and then I ruin it because I get up. You gotta get up. Um, okay. Are you ready for a lightning round? Yes. Are you an Aaron or a Melody? I am mostly Aaron with moments of Melody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely need more melodies in my life. I will say that. And I recognize that because people with melodies, effervescence, it just illuminates everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Erin with her logic and her ability to, to see big picture. It's mm-hmm. so cool. I love it. I'm yeah. so impressed by both of them on so many levels. Absolutely. Um, that's my sister and I, I was trying to, to describe the because my sister was at KISSCON, our KISSCON party last year. And so she met a lot of the HBs and I was kind of like trying to describe because she met Aaron and I was trying to describe how like my sister is Aaron and I mm-hmm. am the melody in that situation. And you talk like there's definitely like her and I need each other to like balance things out, Absolutely. which is kind of how Aaron and Mel are. 100 percent. yeah uh do you have it's in connecticut okay yeah okay um yeah so i'm actually going with someone who i work with now who started listening to the podcast because we were talking about um the sarah j moss book that we that they did on the podcast yes and she started listening and like i'll like randomly drop off a book to her and be like hey here you go Um, are you a paperback reader I am in whatever mm-hmm. way it comes at me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know I just mentioned I'm physically reading the Tessa Dare books, but like I love listening to Regencies and historicals mm-hmm. on audiobook. There's um, probably something about like the texture of the words. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. it's a little richer. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. To hear it um, spoken. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'll listen to them when I'm cooking or when I'm, you know, putting my laundry, when I'm, cleaning something like that um so are you a regency girl are you like mostly historicals no, or does it I'm, kind of... I'm all over the place perfect Me i'm too. trying to get into paranormals i will say that but mm-hmm. i mean i really am all over the place i, I like cozy I also, romance yeah. to mm-hmm. hot and heavy mm-hmm. to to like to regency to contemporaries and yeah Everything i'm all over between. the board. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite trope? Uh, sports. <laughs> <laughs> I like sports too. I a good hockey. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I remember I was reading. It was one of those free 
book club books that I just mm-hmm. picked up mm-hmm. and I started reading it and it was when I lived in Pennsylvania and it had it it took place in the city that was like oh weird 25 minutes away from me and I was like oh why can't this be real life <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I can't for the life of me remember what it is oh man you could have told me anything and I would have believed you too yeah uh okay what's your Hogwarts house I have a couple more questions Slytherin yeah yeah yeah, I feel like so, we have a lot of Slytherins in the club. Yes. Um, I look very fantastic in Emerald and in Vision, so I know I'm Slytherin. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite carb? Croissants. Mine too! Are they the best? Yes! Oh, I, I was talking to Melody about this, and she was like, really? A croissant? And I was like, have you, you ever so had a fresh them. baked croissant? Yeah. But she also can't do dairy, so it's kind of like a. Oh, that's true. That's and, true. but like. What is it, 27 f- folds? <laughs> something like that, yeah. The, with the flakiness mm. and the crispiness of the outside. And you can do so much with them. You can just have them plain. You can have them with jelly. You can, yes. You I can literally. Make a my, sandwich out of them. Yes. They're so versatile. Mm. Make French toast. Have you ever made French toast? Mm. Yes. You need to do that if you haven't. Yes. So, so good. But use real maple syrup. Well, yeah. Uh, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> not everyone does that. Oh. <laughs> that's, a pet, that's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your New Hampshire is showing. <laughs> yeah, it is. I actually bought tins of maple syrup <laughs> to bring down to my friends in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah, because I was like Aunt Jemima Spread is not the gospel. Real. So I don't. I'm sure there's like snobbiness about the grades or whatever. Yeah, but if, it's, but if it says maple syrup on it, pure maple syrup, do I still qualify as yes. passing yes. as okay? Good. Yes, and they actually just recently changed the grades. I think, mm-hmm. but I, it's I I don't remember what it was. Um, but I'm not that particular. It just has to be real. Yeah. If you could um, bing, boom, bong something, what would it be? Bing, boom, bong event logistics with Bethany. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> what, is your, what is your biggest pet peeve, event pet peeve? The entire movie of the Christmas planner or whatever that was. <laughs> I never see it. I don't know. I didn't see it. Whatever I can't do bad acting. Big. I cannot. I cannot no. do it. I just like little things like. Yeah. So part of my responsibility is I do event planning Mm -hmm. and, you know, for alums and for people on campus. And like some people think that it's you, it it just magically happens. And like, no, catering takes a while. You need to work through. Sometimes there's 10 permits you need to think about. There's a reason you have a cutoff date. Yep. And like, I'm sorry, leopard print doesn't always go with everything. I mean, <laughs> I might have some contentions on that, but I there's a time I know what place. you mean. <laughs> I also, yeah, I mean, like, and certain colors and patterns don't mix. Mm-hmm. If you want to have this type of event, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So event logistics with Bethany. I definitely understand that feel. That and weirdly for me, check-in tables. Uh-huh. That's where I get the most particular. Yeah, people yeah. should know where to go without yep. having to ask you. Signage. 
Yeah. You should have. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You should have a good system. Everyone should know the system. Mm-hmm. Have extra pens and extra highlight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And extra paper clips. Oh. And probably extra rubber bands. Yes. I actually have like a legitimate toolkit tool that I bring. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is my last one. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. If you could dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? Okay. So when you sent me this ahead of time, uh-huh. this I gagged at. <laughs> uh-huh. It's and working then. So I like I couldn't even come up with a witty, funny answer. <laughs> That's how much I struggled with this. Uh-huh. So I am choosing hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> because I can't even fathom any cleanest belly button around. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't like I my brain shut down. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I used to do professional team building, and this was always one of my questions for team building as icebreakers. I don't, I think that would destroy a team for me. (laughs) You would just be having all the judgment. I'm just going to put out there that somebody, and you'll find out later who, said mayonnaise. Did you die? I'm covering my mouth because I can't say anything. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) This is going to divide the group. (laughs) I know. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, just spoiler alert. That's out there in the world. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Uh, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've ruined your night. This was amazing. I had so much fun. <laughs> Thank you for talking to me. Say hi to Minerva for me. I love Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. What do I have to do? Nothing. Oh. I'm going to say this word, these words, and then, oh. and then it's going to be over, and it's going to be sad, but I'm excited that we did this. You ready? I am too. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Keep being badass, and love yourself as much as you love heaving bosoms. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.